Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about some of the distractions of work and the temptations that come with overworking. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Lady, and today we are talking about what we read last week in our Bible reading program in Exodus chapter one. And we see uh, there that there's a new king who sits over Egypt who has no relationship with the Israelites. Joseph, he's died. No one stepped up to take on that role to mediate between the government of Egypt and the people of God. And the king is afraid that Israel may not remain satisfied being a vassal state. And to Pharaoh's credit, the rest of Exodus shows us just how real of a threat that Israelites were to his grip on control. So Pharaoh, he decided to be proactive. And this is what we read uh, in Exodus chapter 1, uh, verse 9. He said to his people, Look, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And it happened in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us, and so go up out of the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were in dread of the children of Israel. So the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and brick and all manner of service in the field. All their service in which they made them serve was with rigor. You know, so we see here, Pharaoh, he's afraid. And his solution to weaken God's people was, in part, to keep them working. And we also see that he tried uh, population control. And if it weren't for the bravery of midwives like Shipra and Pua, many more Hebrew babies probably would have been murdered on Pharaoh's orders. But the first thing he did, and perhaps the most successful thing, was to keep the Israelites working. Later on in Exodus chapter 5, we read that when Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh for the first time and said, let my people go, Pharaoh's response to challenge uh, them was to double down on their workload. In verse 4 of chapter 5, it says, then the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. And Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. And so the same day, Pharaoh, he commanded the taskmasters of the people uh, and their officers saying, you shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. And you shall lay on them the quota of bricks which they made before. You, you shall not reduce it at all for they are idle. Therefore, they cry out saying, let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let more work be laid on these men that they may labor in it and let them not regard false words. Now, Pharaoh says, if the Israelites are thinking these crazy ideas about leaving Egypt to worship their God, that must mean they aren't busy enough. Give them more work. Then they won't be so distracted by that kind of nonsense, those false words anymore. So, Verse 10 of chapter 5 continues to tell us that the taskmasters of the people and their officers went out. They spoke to the people saying, thus says Pharaoh, it will not give you straw. I will not give you straw. Go get yourselves straw where you can find it. Yet none of your work will be reduced. 
And so the people, they were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters uh, forced them to hurry, saying, fulfill your work, your daily quota, as when there was straw. Also, in verse 14, the officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, why? Why have you not fulfilled your task in making brick both yesterday and today as before? And then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, why are you dealing thus with your servants? There is no straw given to your servants, and they say to us, make brick. Indeed, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But he said, you are idle, idle. Therefore, you say, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Therefore, go now and work for no straw shall be given you, yet you shall deliver the quota of bricks. And in verse 19, the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble after it was said, you shall not reduce any bricks from your daily quota. So here we have the Israelites. They had this impossible task and there were consequences if they don't get this job done. Their officers, these uh, Hebrew officers, they were being beaten because they weren't reaching the quota. They go to Pharaoh and they say, why are you treating us this way? And Pharaoh says, go talk to Moses about that. Him and your God are the ones who put you in this position. So in verse 20, then as they came out from Pharaoh, they met Moses, they met Aaron, who stood there to meet them. And they said to them, let the Lord look on you and judge, because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. You see here, it worked. Pharaoh's plan did exactly what he wanted. If it wasn't for God's powerful intervention in Egypt, the Israelites, they would have never escaped their slavery. As long as Egypt kept them working, then they wouldn't have time to listen to God. You know, this stood out to me because it's exactly what the world tries to do to us today. Satan has made it his, his priority to keep the saints of God from their priorities, to keep us so bogged down with tasks and problems uh, and issues that we neglect to spend time with God in prayer and church and his word. The menial burdens that are laid upon us by the taskmasters keep us from doing things that are truly significant. You know, Even today, we're going to face this. Sometime today, you're going to be faced with the choice. Do I keep working on things that are temporal, or do I preserve my times for things that are eternal? You know, Satan wants you to feel so overwhelmed by everything going on in your life, your family, your job, your relationships, everything, that you become like the Israelites in Egypt. Even though you hear and know what God asks you to do, the temptation is to only focus on what is right in front of you. And that's a powerful temptation. Otherwise, Pharaoh wouldn't have used it. You know, we like to think or at least I do, that if I took a bird's eye view of things, I would always have my priorities straight. But then when I'm in reality, I know that's not the case. Of course, it wasn't the Israelites' ideal priority to be slaves to Pharaoh and suffer bitter work every day. That's not what they wanted for themselves when they planned out their New Year's resolutions. But when they were in the thick of it, they couldn't 
get that bird's eye perspective. They could only see their immediate problems. Pharaoh was beating them. Pharaoh was increasing their workload. And so they went to Moses and asked, why are you doing this to us? Even Moses' faith in God was shaken by this. But the next chapter tells us the solution, both for the Egyptian or the Israelites and for us. You know, Moses, he goes to the Lord, he asks why this has happened, and the Lord reaffirms his promise. I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will bring you into the land which I swore to give you, to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and I will give it to you as a heritage. I am the Lord. It it took the Israelites a long time to believe that promise. And and as we go through Exodus, we're going to see that. And even once they did leave Egypt, their faith wavered over and over. But God just kept reaffirming his promise over and over to them. That's the only way we break free from our taskmasters and see the bigger picture of this life, by focusing on the promises of God. The temptation is always going to be there. As long as we are here in this world, to focus on the things that are right in front of us, the things that Satan wants us to focus on, rather than the things above and the things from God. Satan wants us to keep working, keep us enslaved, so we never focus on worshiping God. But the repeated message of Scripture is that God offers freedom from that bondage, and all we need to do is put our trust in Him. Do that today. Prioritize the things that are truly important. And don't let yourself get bogged down in all the distractions. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, If you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.